How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Shall we crack on? Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Hello, ladies. Oh, good. That's so nice. Thanks, Jen. It's great to be here. Hi, Maureen. Hello, guys. Oh, what a trio. What a triptych. What a triangle. <laughs> trio, trio. Do you remember that? <laughs> Hi, Jen. How are you doing? I'm very well, Maureen. Thanks for asking. It's, I appreciate that you're asking that right off the top, even though we had... A 20-minute meandering conversation earlier where we already ascertained this information, but we'll go through it again. <laughs> I, I'm actually fine. As, as fine as I can be trapped in my house with my children, I am surviving in lockdown. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm finding things to do. So I've got the opposite problem with you because I'm in lockdown by myself, whereas Alison's got a, a hunky young man to keep her company, haven't you? Yeah, Alison? we all have different situations. I like it. I got a, I got a hunky young man. You got children and a wife, and Maureen, you're free and breezy, doing what you want. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the best situation is, and I think in any way you look at this triangle, I'm still at the bottom. <laughs> There's no way anyone's going. Do you know what? If I was to pick any scenario, I'd like to be in Jen's situation. I think every <laughs> single time you switch this around, everyone would be like, thank fuck I'm not Jen Brister. <laughs> no, because here's the thing, Jen, Maureen and I are never going to know the love that you know as a parent. Uh, give it over. I think we're okay with it. Would you have a lot more time on our hands? <laughs> Time to really think about it. Time yeah. to really think about, oh, I'm going to have a gin and really think about how I'm missing out on the love of a child. All right. Okay. So you've grabbed a lot of thought and you're very much rubbing it in an open wound. There. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jen. I love you. You're a good person. I'm quite impressed with Alison's boyfriend because he just bought you some crumpets, didn't he? That's, yeah. That's not a euphemism in case anyone's worried. Not this time, anyway. That's my street name. <laughs> my street name's Crumpets. That's what they call me. Do you know what? I can believe that. <laughs> 
I would love to be called crumpets. Do you have crumpets in, in Canada? Oh, well, I come from a Mancunian household, though, right? Uh, My dad. Okay. So crumpets have always been around. Does everyone have crumpets? Is that not a thing? No, you know what? Quite a British thing. They are. My friend Paul from Canada, Paul Meyer Hogg, never had a crumpet. And he was like, because we all love bread, right? Even though we're not supposed to. And we all love Paul. We all love Paul. So the first time Paul had a crumpet, he was like, it's just, it's like the holes were meant for butter to go into. And I was like... <laughs> That's what they are, Paul. Those are butter holder. Okay, great. Um, That's my street name, butter holes. Go on. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with crumpets because she's got some butter holes. Okay, whoa. All right, all right. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, we're only about three minutes in, but I'm enjoying it. It's fine. It's, it's better that I'm hearing myself twice than anyone else, frankly. So... Um. <laughs> so this week, Maureen, I know that you've started something new as a stand-up comedian in lockdown. You've started doing online comedy gigs. Yes. You didn't want to, did you? No, I didn't want to. In fact, I got offered one the first week of lockdown and Jen went, oh no, don't do it. I wouldn't catch me doing online comedy gigs. And then a couple of weeks later, Jen's going, oh no, I'm doing online comedy gigs. <laughs> <laughs> But thanks, Jen. I have to turn them down. So um, I did my first couple, but I, I'd watched a few people, basically Alison and Jen. And I think the trick is not to do it as stand-up, but just to do it as a kind of monologue, funny monologue. Yeah, definitely. I have to say I was very anti then, wasn't I? Yeah. But yeah, you should know better than to listen to me. I, I can be very dogmatic and belligerent about something. And then literally by the afternoon, I'm, I've completely changed my mind. I absolutely definitely not do that morning i'm on the other side i'm like maureen you absolutely should do online shows and you know what you should start one yourself i'll go on the first week if you want like you should start a show and i'll go on right allison let's talk about that because allison and i did go on maureen's very first chat show i'm doing that in inverted commas you can't see it uh, we did and may i say it was one of the most fun hours I've had in a long time. Um, Alison, would you like to explain exactly what happened at this chat show when you and I tried to join? Yes, I would. Uh, for those of you who maybe don't know Maureen or love her for all of the quirks that come along, things just sometimes don't go really right at, at the time of when it needs to go right. So Maureen was like, I'm going to do a show. It's a comedy chat show. Jen and I are former uh, you know, comedians on the show. Great going to do it it'll be on about Thursdays at 8.30 so you've got to be online at 8 o'clock 8 o'clock at about 7.40 all of a sudden I get a text my internet's gone out I have no words so that was it so then I was like are you okay what's going on well should do you want me to still log online what's going to happen so Maureen's not responding Jen and I start chatting we're like what's going on we're on the zoom like what's it? well Maureen and then camera comes on and Maureen is in front of two bins <laughs> She's in front of two bins outside of her neighbor's house, and she is now, with permission, take using their Wi-Fi. I was going to say stealing, but you have permission. So using their Wi-Fi, but like sitting by the bins. Very stressful. It was a very Maureen moment. If anyone, by the way, was going to do a chat show, uh, it would be Maureen, and it would, of course, be a by the bins. Now, um, we talked about this before with Maureen, and I, we're utterly convinced that, if anything, it was better by the bins. And <laughs> I think you've started a trend. I think rebranding. Maureen by the bins. Graham Norton is going to be by the bins, you know. I have to say, it was really stressful. And 
what was really annoying is that nobody seemed that surprised that I was standing by the bins. No, because that's what people are going to realize the more and more they fall in love with you, Maureen, is that every day is an adventure, which is why Jen and I touch base with you regularly. Did she get out of the bath? What's going on? <laughs> we check in. So it was a very stressful time because also I had a bird come into the house, wouldn't go. Oh, yeah, you had a bird couldn't escape in your house. house. So I had a bird in the house and I was by the bins. Maureen said to me, there's a bird in my house. I said, uh, uh, was the bird still there when you left? She said, yeah, the, the bird was there when I left. Do you think it'll still be in there? I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do Maureen. Where do you think the bird's gone? <laughs> there were so many things. If we were to break down that entire evening, there were so many things that were, like, just ridiculous, which is why I need to, for anyone that's never heard of Maureen Younger or, or listened to her online or whatever, I have vehemently been trying my very best to create this viral hashtag which is hashtag be more Maureen okay because the amount of <laughs> things that you do they just beg a belief Maureen frankly I'll go so far as to say you are one of the most intelligent people I know but you have the common sense of a spoon you just don't have any oh yeah I don't have any common sense I, I admit that that's it she's so smart you're so smart you're retaining all this information that you you can't be we can't expect you to remember how to do daily things. You are carrying a lot of info in your head. No, the thing is, it's just because I think differently. And then I'll say something and then Jen will just rip it apart. When she says it, I think, oh, yeah, that does make sense. But I never see it that way. So basically, this chat show, my comedy chats, Thursdays, 8.30. Do you follow? Um, it ended up, somebody actually wrote it was less of a chat show, more of an intervention. Because at one point, both Jen and Alison were just taking the piss out of me. I think it was really just a roast, actually. That's what it became. <laughs> it started out as a chat show, and then it was just Alison and myself roasting you for about an hour. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, it's the most fun I've had in, in, in years. <laughs> it was a pretty fun talk show. At, at one point, Maureen told another Be More Maureen moment, and Alison and I really went to town on this, where basically Maureen was telling this story as if it was, she couldn't understand what that, Basically, Maureen, at one point, what was it you took? You, did you take no, I was outside the boardroom where I was working as a temp, which was out opposite oh, the lift. God, yes. And I decided to paint my toenails because I was bored. So I took down my tights, and while my tights were taking down my tights, the doors to the lift opened. I mean, what, as I said, what are the chances? Maureen said, I was in front of some doors and someone walked through them. What are the chances? I said, what, <laughs> what, what are you expecting from a door, Maureen, other than from people to walk through it? If you were standing in front of a wall and someone just walked through the wall I'd be like yeah sure that's whoa cool. yeah but it's a door <laughs> and also it's a lift okay people come in and out of lifts all the time Maureen's like you're not going to believe this but the lift door opened yeah I totally believe that Maureen you're painting your toenails which means that you're there for a while it's not like oh no no I hadn't got to the pointing bit I was my tights were halfway down my that's, lips okay let's go to that point that point there okay so let's go to there number one painting toenails at work fine great you're sneaking it in that's fine you're working at a desk okay no you <laughs> you're like toenails right okay number one take the tights off not go to the ladies I couldn't be asked to do that. But not even waiting at your desk. No, I know. I'll walk to a lift. Nylon's down. No, the desk was in front of the lift. I mean, there is sense to this. So I just, you know, I was taking them down by my seat. Okay. I mean, that makes a little more sense, but then also makes less sense because you're positioned opposite something that's constantly <laughs> opening and closing and you're surprised <laughs> when it opens and closes. So in a way, Maureen, you've actually painted a picture that's... That's a pretty unique, that's a niche Russian roulette you got going there. I'll say that much. 
I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet. <laughs> <laughs> I meant my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. Oh, I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out of it, okay? <laughs> what have you been watching, Alison? Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, as you ladies know, I basically just watch scary stuff. I'm a horror fan. I'm a huge horror movie fan. I always have been, always will be. This is why I like them so much. They are the most emotionally detached movie you can watch. Think about it, right? What do you mean emotionally detached? Like you're going through crap in your life, right? You're losing your job. You break up in your relationship. You put in a horror movie and you're like, thank God I'm not possessed. It's okay. <laughs> I'm all right. Like things can always be worse. And that is why I like a horror movie. Oh, I don't have a crazy man with an ax chasing me. Oh, I love my life. They're always like, they teach you moralistic values. People forget that, right? Like Alfred Hitchcock, you go back, all these like the twilight. What, like even the human centipede? What is that teaching us? No, that's disgusting though. Because <laughs> well, let's break it down. There's there's scary movies out there that aren't gore. I can't do gore. I can't even watch Evil Dead because that's too much fake blood for me. I'm like, ugh, ugh. I get queasy. Oh, okay. So you like... Scary movies. I like scary. But you don't like, I don't know, what's that awful movie? Saw. No. Saw? Couldn't do Saw. Love a Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Old school, though, not new school. First time I saw the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, I almost threw my soda at the screen. I couldn't. I was so angry. I've seen the original. I saw the original. It's great. It's a great one. It is. It's great. And I saw it when I was a kid, and then I couldn't have a bath for ages. Remember yeah, that bit in the, the bath with that hand coming up with the nails? and. But that's what was so great. I can't go to scary movies because I scream at the wrong bits. I remember I watched one movie and it was just a hand came out and I screamed so badly there was like a Mexican wave. And this one guy just came up to me and went, don't know about the film, but he sure scared the shit out of me. What was it? Dumbo? It was Dumbo. <laughs> no, I cried at Bambi. That was sad. Um, it was Dead Again with Kenneth Branagh. It's not even a horror film. That's not a horror film, Morgan. No, the hand comes out suddenly. Don't jack a boy's hand comes out. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> Anything with Kenneth Branagh in, please. <laughs> Did you see that horror movie with Floella Benjamin? I have friends who will not go to horror. Like, I had to persuade Ira to come and see uh, Gladiator with me. I actually had to force him. Did you put Gladiator in the category of horror? Well, no, but it's scary because there's, like, fighting scenes, isn't there? No, okay, no, we are on different planes. Absolutely you can't not. say Gladiator <laughs> is a ho- It's an action drama. Yeah, but what I'm saying is there's scary bits in it. No, there's no scary bits in yeah, it. Yeah, there is. When people are, like, sword fighting and stuff, that's scary. That's not scary. That's thrilling. Did you scream now and again during Princess Bride? Were you? Uh, I have a movie. I thought of some movies, some horror movies that I think people would enjoy like an intro to horror yeah yeah you don't think you're into horror okay here we go but again maureen if you hate even having jumps or screens like i like that a little bit i don't have a lot of excitement especially right now in my life so to me i like a little scream i like a little terror and i'm not gonna lie i do like it when the skinny cheerleaders get killed okay so (laughs) here i do like that it does make me feel good a little bit i'm like oh my god look at the the nerdy girl the slightly chubby yet still very attractive uh nerdy girl is gonna live till the end because she's good and the skinny cheerleader gets killed i like that okay so i don't if you're a skinny cheerleader you're a good person so the movies i recommend to give you don't need to defend yourself stand by it is it i've got a chubby chip on my shoulder i can't help it okay okay here we go i think number one a very gentle start off misery Oh, yes, that's a really good film with James Caan and Kathy Bates. That is an excellent horror film. So, Misery, I think that's a great starter into horror. I have another one, a real good one, The Descent. 
Oh, I've seen The Descent. Is that when all those... The women go splunking cave diving, yeah. which is scary enough, first off. It is proper scary, that film. Small spaces. Uh, small spaces scary. And then it goes on a different angle. Because I knew nothing about the movie. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow. So I love The Descent as well. So those are two horror films that I think will like... And if you want something kind of fun, Scream. You can never go wrong with a Scream. I think if you want to have a bit of a giggle while you watch a horror film, I like Scream. And that's a good intro. I think horrors are are very close to comedy sometimes, too. That is why I enjoy a horror movie. And also, I think we need to support horror movies. They're how a lot of people get their start. Directors, actors. Like, uh, I wrote down a quick list. People who started their first movies. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was in Critters 3. Johnny Depp, Nightmare on Elm Street. George Clooney, Return to Horror High. Jennifer Aniston, Leprechaun, uh, Angela Bassett, Critters 4, uh, Nev Campbell, The Dark. Um, a lot of people start in horror movies, so I like to support the beginnings of some. Yeah. Uh, directors often as well, because um, a lot of horror movies can be filmed very cheaply, can't they? Because you can film horrors like in, a, in like, say, just a house, so you just have one set. Think of all the horror movies that haven't been made that are out there, and we are running out of things to watch left, right, and center. So I'm telling you, soon there will be so many crappy horror movies that start coming out that have been filmed that people were like, we could never release this. Oh, they're going to get released, and I'm so excited. We're going to have a great time. That's the same for pretty much anything. I've got a, I've got an iPhone. I know I'll make a feature film. Can't wait to see all of those. Mind you, Maureen and I are constantly producing content that no one wants, and we're we're quite happy to do that, aren't we? <laughs> doesn't stop us, does it? <laughs> I'm certainly not going to be disparaging about anyone's career in the horror industry, or, or indeed any others. Um, okay, so we've got some great suggestions there. I, do you know what? Actually, I genuinely thought when I think. Of- oh, oh, we can't hear you, Jen. Sorry. Do you know what I just did? I, you switched it off. No, I muted myself. And I actually think that maybe my microphone just went, I've had enough of this. And then just take a breather. This, I'm out. I've had enough of this leather. And then that was it. Tapped out. What is the show called? Oh, yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? Uh, I have been watching, in case you're interested, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I've been on something called Netflix. I don't know if you've heard of this thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's this new game where you try and complete it. I've nearly finished. Um, <laughs> every, but see, they keep putting new stuff on, which makes it really hard to complete the game. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting close. And I watched this show called Hollywood. Have you heard of this thing? I watched the first episode. I have not. I have okay. not. All right. Maureen, what did you think of the first episode? I wanted to like it, but I wasn't that engrossed. I thought the lead guy in it was very, very good, but I wasn't that engrossed. I wanted to watch. I didn't watch the next episode. Well, I mean, there's quite a few. Le- who's the lead guy? There's about four lead. The guys. lead one in the first episode, the the guy who's the who ends up being a who gets caught by the FBI at the end. Who's a prostitute? Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. I had to watch it because Chloe wanted to watch it because she was like, "I'm not watching any more of your depressing dramas." Your where there's like some sort of paedophile ring or there's someone gets like their body gets severed and part of it is in the fridge and part of it's on the dinner table. We're just going to watch something which is feel good. And I was like, oh, boring. Oh, I hate my life. Uh, So we watched um, Hollywood and it was okay. It was okay. Uh, I like a feel good thing. And the premise of this is the the idea that this huge studio, imagine, I don't know, Metro Goldwyn Mayer, MGM. Or, yeah, MGM, or um, I don't know, uh, Warner's. Thank you. I've run out of ideas already. So imagine those. 
I was going to try and list three and I'd run out after one. One of these huge studios in the 40s and 50s. Columbia. Columbia. All right, Maureen, I've got it. <laughs> RKO. Is it RKO something? Did I make that up? Yeah, RKO wasn't, that, wasn't one of the biggest ones, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's one of the minor ones. Well, anyway, this studio, it's called A Studios. It doesn't exist, obviously, but it's supposed to represent one of the top three. And uh, it's the idea that this studio... The head of the studio, he has a stroke or whatever, and he's incapacitated. His wife takes over, and it's about how this studio is the first of its kind to cast a black woman as a lead, uh, a black writer to write this major motion picture, and also he's gay. Uh, and so the idea is is that this studio, instead of perpetuating the homogeny of heterosexuality and of whiteness as being best or as being the norm. They include and champion uh, a black writer and a black actor and a, an actress that is um, Asian as well and how that would change the landscape of Hollywood and how then that would have changed the landscape of society if that had happened. So, of course, it's beyond belief. You, you couldn't even believe it because, obviously, if a black woman had you know, won an Oscar in a major motion picture, she would have, oh, that's just a massive. <laughs> I've just given, that's a massive. Okay, so I can, go on to, I can go to the second episode. Did you ever get that job as a TV reviewer? Oh my God, I have turned into my mother. <laughs> we have it on record. We witnessed oh it. Oh my God. So mum, you've been watching this program. What happens? Well, when she dies at the end. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't need to watch it then. No, no, you don't need, that's not, okay. That, no, no, that one. That's that's not the main thing. I feel like it is one. I feel like that might be the main thing. Mm, it is the main thing. Anyway, so I've just done a mum. So I have to leap that bit out. <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to have spoilers, are you, when you talk about a show? Otherwise, it's utterly pointless. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, to, to backtrack, the point is, how would that have changed the landscape of, of American culture and society? And when you look at the whole thing that's happening with the Black Lives Matter movement, would that have been needed if, because art can influence, has a huge influence on how society perceives minorities and perceives people that are considered other. So so the premise of it is really good. Did I enjoy it? I was bored. Okay. But great idea. Okay. I was hoping because you were giving it a great, I was like, that's a great idea. Isn't that interesting? It so pertains to what's going on. Oh, but it was boring. Okay. That's great. All right. Yeah. It, it wasn't that it was boring, but it, 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 if you like something that's kind of, fun and a bit sugary and unbelievable then this is the show for you but I, I like stuff that's so depressing you you know you want to hail yourself out of a top window yeah I've been watching uh Jen actually treated me belated birthday present uh Babylon Berlin so I've been watching that because Jen watched the first episode really liked it so I think you'll like it it's set in Weimar Berlin and it looked I thought oh it looks grim and a bit depressing I'll get that for Maureen <laughs> I've never I've never even heard of this, I won't lie. It's a really well-produced TV series, and it's based on a set of books, but the books are very successful, and it's a, a lot of money's been put behind it, and it's really well done. Oh, the production values are insane. They are, I mean, just the costumes alone. I don't know if that won an Emmy or oh, something. Know, ever... The sets, uh, and they're very big sets. Like, it's set in, you know, obviously the late 20s. So flapper, but, you know, it's when the flapper's around, you've got the costumes. Well, I mean, what do you saw? You saw the first episode, didn't you? So what do you oh, think? I loved it, and I really wanted to watch it, but Chloe was very much adamant she wasn't going to watch another thing that had subtitles. So that's why we watched Hollywood. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Because Chloe is one of the, and I don't know if you guys do this, but I, I, I am guilty of this actually before I start 
saying that I'm clever just is saying it. it's really annoying because I do it as well um but she'll have a laptop on her lap while she's watching television 100 percent. I am always doing other things to do work or so she's so I'm working but I'm watching television so she can't do that if it's got subtitles because she won't know what the hell's going on but I I really like watching something with subtitles because it means I can't do anything else I can only eat chocolate and drink red wine and watch (laughs) anyone else uh what else is there to do I just you know god you get to a certain point in the day you're like okay let's just open another bowl no okay We've come to the point in the podcast, okay, where it's time to ask Alison. That that will have a, a there'll be some sort of sting there at that point. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating crisps. Take my advice. I ain't using it. I honestly, you guys, I don't know what it is, but I love listening to people's problems and I will give advice. I love giving advice. In university, I wanted to have a column, an Ask Allison column, because you know what? Take my advice. I ain't using it. (laughs) Right? That's a good saying. Everyone should think that because the problem is when you're in a problem, you're in the problem. You cannot see the solution. And it's so much easier to to be able to see somebody else's problem a bit more clear. So I I kind of put out my feelers. And um, one big thing that people are kind of stumbled on right now is we're at home, lockdown, and I think everyone's feeling like you need to accomplish a lot. Everyone's feeling like within the home, I've got this time. And a big thing that people are coming up is procrastination. People are really angry at themselves because they keep procrastinating rather than doing all the things that they had on this to-do list. Number one, Let's just take it easy on ourselves, okay? It's a pandemic. It's not a yoga retreat. You can (laughs) take your time and figure some crap out, okay? But procrastinating, I was like, oh, I suffer with that a little bit, I think. I think most people do. What do you think, Jen? Are you a procrastinator? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, there's loads of things I should be doing. I haven't looked at doing for about a decade. I always keep thinking I'm going to go through all of my Spanish verbs or something. You know, now's the perfect time for me to do all that. I, I, I can sort of speak Spanish, but then I, I try to think of a tense and then I'm like, I'm, I'm buggered. I don't know. What. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yep. I'm out. So, but actually, if I just spent about, you know, 15 minutes a day looking at my verbs, do I? No, I don't. No, I know. I'll tell you what I do. I Google myself. That's what I do. All right. <laughs> don't ever Google yourself. I'm kidding. I, 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 All the other Jen Bristers in the world who are doing really cool shit and you'll be like, what am I doing with my life? Don't, don't worry. I don't really do that. I, I've, I've learned the hard way. <laughs> That there's nothing out there that I need to read about me. I'm terrible for procrastinating. Are you a procrastinator? I'll end up doing something that I don't really need to do. Yeah. Like I'll do some admin that I don't really need to do, but I won't do the really important stuff that I've got to do. I put things off and then you feel bad about putting things off. And then when you finally do them, you're like, well, it wasn't that big deal in the first place. Uh, so I do that too. I find things to do to procrastinate doing the thing that I need to do. And it'll even be something I hate more. Like I, I'll, I know I'll have to like write something on a deadline, so I'll do my taxes. You know, like it'll just be like, I'll just, ah, when I'm told to do something, I can't do it. So procrastinating, I actually get a lot done. Uh, but 
I do. I get a lot done, but all the unnecessary things, like you want to go through our sock drawer, there is not one unmatching pair right now, you guys. Like I challenge you to find a stray sock in this house. These are the things I am accomplishing right now. Herbs. I'm growing herbs like nobody's business. Not the type I'd like to have on hand, but <laughs> don't get me started on coriander. <laughs> so finicky just like my ex-boyfriend they're both dead move on all right um procrastination let's go back to this before i procrastinate from the problem if i was to give someone advice on procrastinating here's what i'd say what is the task let's break it down into small bits what are the things you have to do to get the, the thing done make a tiny list choose the thing you like the most out of that list and do that one first and that'll get you going. That'll get you going on a project that you keep putting off. I often procrastinate by planning. And over planning, I think, sometimes does help you get things done. So what about my tax return? How am I going to find anything in that that I want to like? Oh, my tax return. I'll do the thing that I like the most on my tax return. I'll tell you what I like the most about my tax return. Ignoring it. Uh, I love ignoring it. Okay. What's the easiest information to gather first? Like for me, it was uh, how much was my, my phone? Right. Because I could go through the year and just be like, OK, that's my yeah. so I went easy first. So then I start gathering easy and then I feel like I've begun. I've begun. You've got 12 phone bills to go through. So that's easy. That's yeah. easy. Done. Phone bill. Done. Right. And then you'll be like, oh, you'll start to think of the other things that are like easy to, to track. I just think if you just get started, sometimes if we just break it down. So that's my advice. There we go. I think that's great advice, actually. I might try that for the excitement that lays before me. Well, I mean, for this tax year, we probably won't have that much to fill in, will we? Oh, for this tax year. <laughs> this is going to be the easiest. What receipts? Hey, Chloe, I'm just having some orange juice. Wow. Write a receipt for that. <laughs> but I paid for it. Doesn't matter. Invoice me. Um, yes, that's true. We don't have to worry about it. But, you know, there's other things we have to worry about, and that is feeding our children. But that's another story. <laughs> so ask Alison, okay, if you have a problem or if you have something that's been on your mind and you're like, I don't know that I need someone to help me out with this, then I am going to say to you, ask Alison. And the way to contact Alison is to email women talking bollocks at gmail.com okay with ask Allison in the subject and Allison will reply to you and also we'll talk it through on the next podcast okay so that's yeah that's our commitment to you listen we're doing our bit for mental health and I I didn't think I would be the person to champion this that I would be, I mean, in fact, I'm not because it's not me dealing with the problem. It's Alison. But I like but that you're behind it. Thank you for the support. I'm behind you, Alison. Several feet behind. <laughs> but I am behind you. Socially distanced. Two meters behind you, but behind you nonetheless. Okay. And now it's going to be Maureen's cultural corner. Uh -huh. I haven't started it, Maureen. We... Hello. I'm going to start that again. Oh. Now it's time for Maureen's Cultural Corner. What have you got for us today, Maureen? Well, I don't know if you've heard of the Art Fund. You can get a card, which I bought just before I got ill and then uh, lock-up started, so I'm really glad I, I paid out for that. But they've got a wonderful website called theartfund.org, and you can use that to go into various exhibitions. These exhibitions are obviously online. Yeah, yep. online. So there's an Andy Warhol at the Tate Modern that you can go around and visit. Sorry, could you say that again? Yeah, you said, am I not saying it right? Because you were taking the piss at me earlier. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol? Hall. Isn't that how you say it? Andy Warhol. Yeah, how do you pronounce it? I don't know. How do you spell it? W-A-R-H-O-L. And so, but you would say H-O-L is Warhol. Hall, yeah. 
Andy Warhol. What would you say this, Jen? I would. Say Andy Warhol. Yeah. yeah. Andy Warhol. No, no, not not, not Andy Warhol. Oh, but the I thing is, you're North it. American, so when you say Hall, it sounds like Hall. So Hall is Hall to you, but yeah, Hall is. I look. I don't want this to be a thing. I'm just saying that it's not Andy Warhol. It's it's Andy Warhol. What do you say? I, I, I've just said. I've told you what I've said. It's Andy Warhol. No one has ever. No one has ever described him as Andy Warhol. Uh, it's it, it's it's uh, it's blatantly. Do you get what she's going on about? It's blatantly Andy Warhol, and you and you keep saying Andy Warhol. Yeah, Andy Warhol. Uh, can you see? Okay, all right, fine. Well, no, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Bloody hell. I, mean, I tell you, the, the video about the exhibition is probably shorter than we have spent trying to decide how we... <laughs> and it has probably made far more money than we have discussing the pronunciation of no, it. No, this is all crazy. It's a retrospective of the 20 years, and it's showing him more, not just as a pop artist, the way he, you know, depicted gay identity at a time when it obviously it wasn't, you couldn't publicly be gay, um, how he dealt with death, and, and, you know, his ideas as an immigrant. It's, it's a, a quite interesting little clip. And then there's a Frida Kahlo exhibition that you can go and watch. Okay. The Faces of Frida, it's called, and it's... There's loads of things that you can see on this exhibition. It deals with her relationship with her body, hidden themes, hidden meanings, put goes into the paintings in detail. You even get her letters, you get her sketches and drawings. So for any Frida fans out there, it's definitely worth... I mean, there's a load to see. There's letters from Paris and the artists that she met there and all this, and Frida through the eyes of others. Uh, if you're a big Frida fan, I would definitely... Go to the arts culture page there and check out it. So, Maureen, just to clarify, what was the card that you were talking about? So if people want to access these online exhibitions, where should they go to get this? Yeah, the website is called artfund.org. Artfund.org. Yeah, you don't need the card to see it, and it just gives you a list of exhibitions. I mean, there's one that's quite me, like Lucas Kranich the Elder, which was a German painter from the Renaissance, who I really like. There's an um, exhibition about him. So there's a loads of various different exhibitions, museums and galleries, all the stuff you can see online. It's definitely worth checking out. And it's all free? Well, all the ones that I've looked at so far are free. You know me, I wouldn't pay for it anyway, so... No, that's true. <laughs> Maureen, this all sounds great. Yeah. And I, for one, am going to check out artfund.org. And even better that it's free. But obviously a lot of these places, like museums and theatres, are really struggling during uh, lockdown. Is there an opportunity if you have a bit of extra dosh where you could donate so that if other people can access it for free. I'd be very surprised if you couldn't. Because these things are great that they're free, but if you have got a bit of spare dosh, it's always good to just sling a couple of quid to these venues and to museums the, uh, so that they're there when... When we get back. Yeah, because yeah. The, the worst thing that... We, what we can't do without are... we Well, obviously there's lots of things we can't do without, but what would be a real shame is to come out and not have anywhere to go once we... <laughs> I don't. I don't want it to just be the Weatherspoons, Maureen. I don't want that to be the only place I can go. Okay. Oh my God, Maureen, you've done incredible research. If I'm honest with you, I wasn't expecting you to live up to. If I'm honest with you, I'm inspired to go look at some of this. Didn't even know it was out there. Yeah, and the Frida Kahlo. I've got lots of friends who are big fans of hers. So if you're a massive fan of hers, you can spend probably days just looking through all the, all the artifacts that they've got. On I am going to enjoy some of my herbs and do exactly that. Maureen is my plan. I've got a feeling that you're talking about different herbs now. No, Jennifer. Nothing but coriander. Just a big fan of coriander. I'm, this is great. Thank you, Maureen, for telling us about that. Yeah, and also uh, the card is interesting. Uh, you know, it's a shame I didn't get to use it, but it, it allows you to get into exhibitions and, and art galleries and museums for half price. You buy the card for the year or something. Good to know. Well, we could all buy a card in 2029. <laughs> uh, I was going to say seven. Here. <laughs> well, that just says a lot about all of our personalities there, wasn't there? 23, 27, but me very much committing to the final 20. <laughs> Nine. Okay, good. 
who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> so we're coming near to the end of the podcast, but it's only fair to say that before we go, it should be my moment to shine. Yeah, you deserve it. You've been yeah? conducting us through this whole endeavor. Okay. <laughs> Quite badly, I think we can agree. But that's, no! that's, how, that's how we're pitching this. That's how we're pitching the show. It's women talking bollocks. And if you wanted something with, with a bit more structure, well, then take thee to woman's hour. Okay? Because this is not the show for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, poor Maureen usually is the person that I go to when things have got my goat. But in an endeavour to, uh, uh, to, to save our friendship, I am going to just use this podcast as a platform for me to just have a little bit of a rant. And uh, and this week, I, I confess, I'm having a, a bit of lockdown blues. And I think we all go through, we're in and out of the blues, aren't we? Even if things are A-OK and we're very, very fortunate, which I consider myself to be, it's still quite hard to keep your mental health on track. And uh, I am in that situation now where I need some time by myself. I need some time alone. I don't know how to do that. I've been having some very long poos. And um, I'll be honest with you, I'm beginning to... I'm getting the impression that Chloe knows that my poos don't take five hours. I need some time. But this is the problem. It's like, how how do you carve out time for yourself when you have two young children? There's homeschool. Then Chloe is now working. She's So that means that she gets to squirrel away in a study. Yeah, on Facebook, probably. Is she working, though? Yeah, that's my point. Sometimes I go in and she closes the laptop. I'm like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Huh? Porn? Is it? What is it? Meanwhile, we made the terrible error of having an open plan uh, downstairs, which means there's nowhere to bloody hide. You know, you, you can't, there's only so long you can hide behind a stool. They'll find you. I'm talking about something you sit on, not something that they've came out of their assholes. So... This is where I'm at. I just, I've got nowhere to go. And sometimes, you know, I will speak to Maureen and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I will project that frustration onto something that's probably not as, you know, big. And Maureen, unfortunately, you've had to suffer through and weeks of that. <laughs> How have you coped? Well, usually, I, if we're not on video, I'm not, obviously I'll be doing something else while you're talking to me, won't I? To be honest, um, earlier when I was talking to you about stuff that was getting my go, um, Maureen, we were on Zoom and you did completely zone out and just look at your split ends. And that, if anything, I was like, the bare minimum you could do, Maureen, <laughs> is keep eye contact. But you, you couldn't. We, it, was, it was, I don't think we were like, uh, in fact, I think you started the Zoom call with your hair in front of your face. Oh, I might have done. Yeah, she does it all the time. I I see her looking at her ends. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, I do. I do like a pick. I do like picking my split ends. Do you know what? It's really handy if you're on like a bus or the train. If you start picking your split ends, no one sits next to you. Well, that's not something any of us have to worry about now, Maureen, is it? <laughs> Hashtag be more Maureen. That one would, would help you. Except Maureen, the last time Maureen was on a bus was when she had a uh, a heart condition scare. I said to Maureen, get yourself to a hospital. She went, sure, got two buses during a global <laughs> pandemic. What I meant was, get a taxi. Yeah, but as I explained to you, Joan, you don't have to tap in at the moment, so it was free. And I was trying to explain to you that when you think you've had a heart attack during a global pandemic in one of the most contagious viruses that man has ever seen, maybe get an Uber. That's all I was saying. But 
<laughs> to be fair, Ma- Maureen did come back at me. She and maybe she won the argument because she said, "Well, I saved a fiver," and I was like, "Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that that was, you know, false economy." That's what I wanted to say. Um, oh, we, we, should, we haven't talked about my be more Maureen moment this week. We've had it, Maureen. We've we we seem to be going through a series of be more Maureens. Never mind. We can we save this one for next time. Oh, there's more. <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, Maureen. We've just, we had a Be More Maureen at the beginning. Then, if I want to shoot with you, we just had a Be More Maureen then. <laughs> and several points during this podcast, we've been more, we've been more Maureened. Okay, we'll save the next one. We'll save this one for next time. It's fine. And, and by the way, after my goat's been got. Someone got your goat, you bet. Yeah. Very little support from you two, can I say? <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> if anything, I feel gaslit, actually, because I finished that and then Maureen made it about herself again. I'm a well, yeah, I, I opened up to both of you and asked Alison, you could have chirped in a bit earlier. I was ready. <laughs> Look, when you and Maureen get going, sometimes I don't like to get in the middle, right? Because I was like, maybe this is what Jen needs to go off on. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is what's going to happen. Because I, I know, like, you know, when you need an outlet, maybe this moment was it. And I didn't want to interrupt you. I love you, Jen. Not enough time on your own, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that's where we were. I just wanted, you, yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to be heard. I hear you. So what was that? Okay, that that's it. We're done. So you just want to be heard. You just want to be left alone and heard. <laughs> well, I'm really I'm really glad we did this, guys. And... Should we do it again? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna have to. Women talking bollocks. If you enjoyed today's episode, then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, like us, leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones, particularly mine. And you can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. It's WTB underscore podcast. Leave a nice comment. If you didn't really enjoy the show, then don't leave a comment. Just tell somebody you don't like very much to listen to the next one and then we all win. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.